there. You're listening to a podcast. And the cool thing about this podcast is it really has nothing to do with coffee. It's just one of the only things I had to film in slow motion in my apartment. And now I'm kind of just stalling until this scene. This is me drinking crappy coffee and then saying, Help me out here. Hello, lads. Hello, ladies. Welcome to episode number two of Help Me Out Here. I'm your podcasting host, Zach Mayfield. I'm thankful. I'm thankful that 2018 was it was a wonderful year, and this is 2019. It's January 1st when you're watching this. It's actually December 31st of 2018 at 4.52 p.m. when I'm recording this, but that doesn't matter because you're living in the moment, and it's 2019 for you. Oh, beautiful. Very exciting. We have some cool things to talk about today. I'm excited about it. We had some people call in. People actually called in and left me voice messages on Anchor so we can feature that. So I have the computer set up to play those messages so you guys can hear it, and I'm very excited about that. I got some freshly brewed pour-over coffee that I just made. It's actually just like Dunkin' Donuts grounds, but I'm trying to get rid of all my old grounds, so I just I just used it in the old Chemex. Also, I have a candle. My beautiful lady, Lauren Noor, gave me a bunch of candles that she didn't want anymore. This one is Nature's Wick. And, uh, let's see. It's a wooden wick that crackles as it burns. Maybe I shouldn't play that. Uh, we'll be fine. Ooh, the flavor is... Oh, Bonfire Nights? Dude. I'm excited. I'm lighting this sucker up right here, right now, because we do this the right way. We gotta have the feng shui and the vibe. Let's see if you guys can see that. Oh yeah, that's cute. It's very cute. I'm trying to create a nice, like, homey vibe for this podcast, because um, you guys are my homies, and this is in my home, so kind of works. Very excited about that. Let's see. What do I want to start with? Uh... I'm just excited for a new year. I feel like 2018 was very successful. I traveled a whole bunch. I traveled, I would say I easily did the entire United States and I went to Canada um, with my band and everything. And I actually have a little little update for you guys about band stuff. Um, I told you in episode number one that this would be, that I wanted to be genuine and open and honest with you guys and on... Last week's episode, I talked about how I basically made the decision through getting advice from other people. I made the decision to prioritize my filmmaking business, my freelance work as my my number one career thing. Because the last year I've been struggling a lot trying to figure out like what takes precedence. And I finally made the decision and it in some way it was like a weight off my shoulders, but it's kind of been a little bit like, it's just kind of given me some worry. Um, but I still feel like I made the right decision. So I just wanted to tell you guys about it, where I'm at right now. 
I just finished making my YouTube rewind video, like me reviewing my favorite moments from 2018's vlog series. Um, I encourage you to watch some of my vlogs and see if that's something that you like. Um, but seeing like all the memories of me being with my band guys, because that was a big portion of my year, it was difficult because like now that I told them how I feel and everything, um, it's just kind of difficult to see all that and wonder if that's what I'll be doing for a while. You know, I don't know how long that will last. Like, so basically the honesty portion of this is I told them in a big long text, like how, just how I feel and like the decision I've made and why, and that I wasn't trying to like threaten them in any way. Um, but I was just trying to protect myself because I'm a creative person. I can't, I can't just give up on my creativity to, to, um, to go on tours that I'm not making any money on. And basically I'm, I didn't tell, like, obviously I didn't quit. I just told them like filmmaking is my priority. And I did it in a group text because I didn't want to call each of them individually and make somebody feel less important than another. So I just sent them a message in our group text and only one person responded and um it was very brief so that was that was frustrating but i i get it i just i want to know how they're feeling too so i'm just kind of like letting it sit for a little bit and then i'll probably talk to them who knows maybe they'll listen to this and then they'll want to talk to me but i don't know so yeah i just want to keep things open with you guys and um it's just good for me to get it out too, and not just keep it in my head, cause I'll I'll just let it swirl around like a like a turd in the old the old toilet brain if if I don't get it out. So thanks for letting me say that to you guys. I appreciate you. Um, I hope you had an awesome Christmas. That was last week. I had a great Christmas. My family came from Nebraska, so my mom and my dad, me and my sister live here together, and. Having my family here it was very refreshing and it's just a good time to chill out and we didn't really do a whole lot, but that was kind of nice. It was nice to relax with them. And uh, this candle's really loud. One last whiff. <coughs> wow, sorry. <laughs> it was really good to have my family here. We just chilled for like five days. We watched a lot of Arrested Development. It was like a show, a comedy show that all of us genuinely enjoyed. Because a lot of the shows that me and my sister like, my dad or my mom might not like very much. So we finally found a show that we all really enjoyed and laughed at. So we watched a lot of that. We watched Home Alone. We watched Christmas Vacation. It's a classic. And we made a really terrible gingerbread neighborhood. Made a lot of food. We went to this restaurant called Bar Taco, and if you're ever in Nashville, please go to Bar Taco. You will be so stoked if you like any sort of Mexican foods. It's very deliciousness. Um, and so while my family was here, there was one day where my sister was at work. It was Christmas Day, actually. Me, my dad, and my mom were at a Starbucks just kind of like chilling, getting some coffees, and... I don't know why, but I just started asking my dad, like, questions about his childhood. And he has, like, he grew up very, very poor. Um, he didn't go 
to one high school here. Sorry, he didn't go to one school for an entire year until his freshman year of high school. Like sometimes he would go to three, maybe four schools in one year. And a lot of that was from my grandpa just getting into trouble and stuff. I never met my grandpa. He he passed away in a actually in a really bad accident. My dad was, I think, 10 or 11. So obviously I never met him. His name was Kenneth Mayfield. And uh, that's where I get my middle name. But there's just a lot of issues with that kind of stuff that led to my dad having a really insane, like, young childhood. And I asked my dad, I was like, when was your, when was your first job and what was it? And he just, like, so innocently was like, I was eight years old and I had a job picking strawberries in a field. And it just kind of sparked into, like, this whole conversation about, like, his childhood and how he was basically a laborer from day one. And it just made me realize how how easy I feel like I have it and how easy a lot of us have it, especially in America and the United States. And like, I always find reasons to complain. And like, at the end of the day, my job is to make videos. <laughs> and I've spent the last few years traveling around all over the country to Germany and Canada too, playing loud music. And somehow like my bills end up being paid every month. And I have all these wild experiences under my belt that people in generations prior to ours, like, haven't had anything like that. Um, so I don't know. I I just kind of wanted to, like, think about that and talk to you guys about it because it's making me feel so much more thankful. Like, even when something's frustrating, even if I, like, finish a video and I love it and the client's like, that sucks. I have no reason to be mad or complain because my life's pretty easy compared to like my dad's and probably a lot of your parents and maybe even a lot of you. I don't know. I don't know what your situation is. I would love to hear about it. Um, and if you would want to talk about your life story, you can always send me a message on anchor. I think that'd be really cool. And, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to to get into these messages on Anchor. Um, last week, I asked you guys um, where, like, where you are in life and and where you want to go. And I think that's kind of a perfect topic to kick off the new year, two thousand nineteen, with. I think we should all. I mean, I think we all kind of naturally think about the previous year when it comes up to the new year, and we think about where we want to go. That's why we all make new year's resolutions and and stuff like that. So, let's just uh let's dive into some of these little massages and um and see what's going on. So, this first message is from a beautiful boy. His name is Zachary Thayer. He titled the message Some Love from Zach Thayer. Zach is uh an incredible filmmaker who I had the privilege of going to college with. We lived on the same dorm floor it was called Krauss second south so k2s and that floor is really where i figured out a lot of things about myself and made the best friends of my life that i still talk to every single day and meeting zach he's so special and i really wanted to like do his message first because he is the reason i'm doing video today he's like probably one of the biggest reasons because in college he would make these like 
really fun mockumentary style videos where he would just document what me and my friends were doing in college and he'd make these really fun videos out of it and it was so inspiring because we would get together and watch his videos and it just we all were just laughing our heads off and and just so emotional because he captured these memories so beautifully and because of him he graduated well he graduated a year before I left school and he inspired me to get a, a DSLR camera. So I got a Canon camera, very similar to the one he had. And um, I kind of be, became that role on the floor where I became the documenter. And I still have all the videos that I've made. I have all the videos he's made pretty much saved on a hard drive here. And so Zach, I'm, I'm sure you're watching this. You left a message on the first one. If you are, I love you, man. Thank you so much for contributing to my life. I feel like I owe you so much creatively um i might owe you money too i don't know if we ever went to taco bell and i never paid you back there's a very good chance of that so let me know i can cash app you but i don't have much money right now so let's just listen to your message and forget about the money thing hey brother this is zach thayer your college buddy k2s floor mate i just want to say that i love the very first episode of help me out here and I also wanted to say that I truly enjoy seeing your journey as a creative, both in your filmmaking and music. I love that we have a friendship that continues on into the real world. It's not just limited to college. Yeah, Zach, uh, I got to stop you there for a quick second. Thanks for saying that about the show, man. Um, I actually watched your video today, December 29th, about your new year 2019 on YouTube and how you've committed every Monday to a new upload or a podcast or some sort of storytelling. And I just want to tell you that I'm inspired by you. And I think you need to like, please stay committed to that. Cause I love your videos. And, um, I know you're busy as a full-time filmmaker as well, but, um, I love your YouTube stuff and you're a great storyteller. So let's both continue, keep each other accountable this year with podcasting and videos. Go check out Zach's channel. I will forget to link it, but his name's Zachary Thayer. Let's let's continue. As far as my journey and where I'm at, I'm a full-time storyteller, and the way that I tell stories is through creating content for a nonprofit, wedding filmmaking, and creating my own content through writing and YouTube. And me and you both have big dreams and big things that we want to do, and it seems like those things are going to take forever but we're both young and it'll happen one day. Love you, brother. My minute's done. See you soon. Zach. Oh man. I love you so much. Yeah. I feel like me and you are very similar in just the fact that we're both trying to pursue some sort of career in, in video and social media. I'm working really hard on growing my YouTube following. You're writing a book. You're doing podcasting. You're doing wedding films. You're working for, the assemblies of God doing their video content. That's you have a ton of stuff that you're doing, um, but you do it so well. Also, for any other filmmaker friends out there, Zach Thayer is a member of the GH5 Club. We must honor our brothers and sisters who partake in the Panasonic offerings of love. Zach, um, I love you, man. Thanks for calling in. I'm really honored to start this podcast off with a message from one of my favorite creators. So love you, dude. I'm stoked for you. Best of luck in 2019 creating. 
bunch of new content. That's uh, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a very good one. All right, this next message is from a boy. We okay. We need more girl power on this channel. If you're a girl and you want to leave a message, leave your opinion in the world, go on anchor.com slash what's what's it called? Uh, help me out here. Just find just find that. I'll put a link in the description. Leave me a message. Let's he- let's hear from some ladies. But we got another cute boy on the docket. His name is Dylan Cabral. Okay, I'm actually friends with Dylan, but I don't know how to say his last name. Dylan, is it Cabral or Cabral? Or Cabral? That sounds pretty cowboy. Dylan Cabral. Anyway, he titled his message, Zach's a cutie pie. This is a one-minute message, as all anchor messages are limited to. Let's hear from Dylan. The lovely and gorgeous Zachariah Mayfield. This is Dylan Cabral from... All right, Dylan. He just confirmed his last name. Thank you for responding so quickly. Cabral. Dylan Cabral, the cutest boy in town. Seattle? Um, where am I at and where do I want to go? Currently, I have recently started a podcast called the Best Friends Ask Why podcast where me and my cousin Aaron slash best friend talk to cool people like yourself and just any people on the planet who have a story to tell that we could benefit or learn from. Where do I want to go? Okay, let's stop there for a second. Dylan, that's such a cool inspiration to be undertaking. So Dylan's got a podcast. Um, I'll I'll try to link that below. And um, I would love to be a guest on your podcast sometime, Dylan. And I would we we kind of talked about this when I saw Dylan at a at a show on my band's last tour. He came to the Seattle date, and um, we kind of talked about me flying out to Seattle at some point. Um, I really love that city, and um, my band's record label headquarters is there, so that's even it's even cooler part of the city. Like we got to go there before, and seeing Solid State Records was was really special. So I really want to go back and check everything out again when I'm not so busy. But Dylan, I would love if we could like set both of our podcast studios up in your studio because you have like a legit place and you have legit gear and stuff. I would love if we could just guest on each other's podcasts um, sometime. Let's try to figure that out where I could fly out or you could fly here. I would love to have you in Nashville as well. Um, So let's talk about that. And um, dude, I'm so glad you're doing a podcast. When I saw you in person in Seattle, it hadn't been up yet. You were still kind of brainstorming it, still getting your studio together. So the fact that you like actually executed on that is really, really cool because there's so many people who say, I think I'm going to start YouTube, or I want to start a podcast, or I want to join a band, I want to get better at this, and they never do it. But you're one of those people who you don't let the world or or crap stop you or slow you down. You actually like execute and make it happen. So it's really cool to have another friend that like really tries hard to to be creative. Let's hear, let's, let's hear the rest of this massage. Um, I just want to talk to more people and make more people in this world realize that they're loved and that they have a cool story. I think in this century, we're realizing that the biggest commodity on the planet is us as humans and our personalities and our stories and our drive, our willpower, our ability to love and teach and learn is the coolest thing about this planet. And I want to be fully immersed in that community. Love you, man. Wow. Whew. I think uh, we can all tell that if you want to listen to a smart podcast, go ahead and click out of this one and go over to Dylan's podcast. 
he's got a he's got a kind of a delicious smorgasbord full of vocab in that message. So I'm not there's some words in there that sounded like German. Um, I'm not sure, but Dylan, you sound really smart, and I I, I love you, dude. Um, I actually shouted you out in my uh, my 2018 rewind video that I just put up like 30 40 minutes ago. And I'm sure you'll see your cute old face in that. But I just I just love that um, the Dylan's trying to do something good on this planet. That he's that he's really trying to make people hear and understand that they're loved. And that's really cool because I think something I struggle with is like I feel like a lot of what we do with our generation and social media is we love ourselves. And I'm definitely uber guilty of this, but like we, we post pictures of ourselves because they, they get more likes than if it's a friend or something or a family member. Like we're talking about ourselves and our accomplishments on Instagram and Facebook. And it's a lot of me, 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 me. And, um, I love that Dylan's making it about people and relating with other people and hearing from other people who have stories because that's that's the one thing I've that I really love is that we can all relate because of stories. Um, I think that's how you find people that you end up loving is you relate to some sort of story in their life. Um, I could be wrong. I don't know much. Dylan probably knows more. Go listen to his podcast. Um, I'll try to, like I said, I'll try to link it below, but I, there's a good chance that it won't be linked below. So. Um, you heard his message, go follow his words. You're smart. You know how to search stuff. Um, so the last person who sent me a message for this week, his name is Noah Watson and Noah has been to some earth grown shows. And, um, what's cool is he was actually friends with my band's drummer before he was friends with me. And I honestly haven't even talked to him that much in person. I've just seen him at, a, I think, two or three shows in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, but he's always such a sweetheart. And um, I just kind of want to hear I want to hear from him what, what he's doing in life and where he wants to go. So he actually has three parts to his message. But you know what? We got time. He's a beautiful baby boy. Let's just see what he has to say. Hey, Zach. Noah from Omaha, Nebraska here. Uh, watched the first episode of your new podcast on your YouTube channel. Wanted to just leave you hopefully a brief message about where I'm at in life and where I want to go in the future. Hi, Noah. It's really good. Really good to hear from you. Your voice quality sounds good. Um, I want to know what you're using. It's sounding real yummy and tasty and delicious. Um, it's good to hear from you, man. Let's keep it going. So for me, I'm a huge video game nerd. Absolutely love them. But more than that, um, I really love music. It's my passion. I've been playing drums for a number of years, and I would love to tour as a musician in a band at some point in the future. You know, getting to meet fans, hearing their stories, uh, doing life with them, similar to how you do it with your YouTube channel, just engaging with people and getting to know their stories. Dude, that's so awesome. A couple things. I want to know what video games you've been playing. Um, I'm not a very awesome gamer but I've been playing Halo since I was a little lad and uh, I still play it like every day I play at least a couple online matches and stuff I've been really interested in the new Red Dead Redemption thinking about getting that one but we'll see I don't want to know I kind of want to know what games you're playing even if you just message me on Facebook or something 
Um, also, yeah, man, I, I hear that you want to tour in a band at some point and meet people and hear stories from them. It really honestly is an experience unlike anything else. When you're in a van with some other guys or girls um, and you're traveling around to different cities, you're only in a city for a day usually. And the cra- some of the craziest stuff happens not at shows. Like just like getting to the show or meeting a homeless person on the street and hearing their story or having a homeless person yell at you and maybe not understanding anything they're saying. It can be a beautiful experience all around. It can be very difficult, but it is, if it's something that's an option for you at some point, I think it's really worth trying because the stories and experiences you gain from it are pretty unbeatable. They're, they're, I guess they're just very different than anything else, I would say. It's a very unique experience. Let's, let's hear more from this beautiful baby boy. So for 2017, I was pretty relentless in my practice, practicing about 30 hours a week on top of a full-time job, um, really going hard at it. And then leading into 2018, started developing a lot of physical issues, the worst of which was kind of like arthritis in one of my hands. Okay, that's the end of part one of his message, but holy cow, 30 hours a week. I definitely don't practice that much. That's inspiring. Um, that might be why your wrists are exploding. You're practicing so much. Uh, I'm sure I don't know much about drumming, but I can't imagine that playing for that long would be good for your wrist. But I don't know. I don't know. Let me know more about that. Um, and that sucks to hear that you're having physical issues. Um, I want let's let's see what else. Part two is titled Noah Rambles some more. Let's hear. So I found drumming was making the symptoms worse, so I quit drumming for pretty much all of 2018. And I went through a period of depression, you know, just thinking, what am I going to do with my life if I can't do the one thing that I feel like I was placed on this earth to do? And it's a really long story, but long story short, it, I developed some food allergies and food intolerances. And it was all dietary things that was causing these issues. So it sounds like Noah has had a very rough 2018. I'm really sorry to hear that. Seriously, that um, not being able to do the thing you love, um, especially for a long period of time, that would that would drive me crazy. Like if I go a week without uploading a video on YouTube, I get so itchy to to make something and share it. Not because I feel like people are gonna forget about me, but just because I love doing it so much. And same thing with guitar, like there's times where I'll I'll just kind of forget to practice for a week or so and and I'll notice myself being really anxious and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't played my guitar in a while and I'll just sit down and strum some chords and like just kind of lose a lot of that stress. It just kind of leaves. So physically being limited and and being like blocked from the opportunity to, to do that and to partake in that is uh that really sucks. I'm really sorry. I love you, and I I hope you get better. I want to hear the rest of your messages. So I'm recovering now. I'm actually back into playing a little bit, but it's going to take a long time to heal a lot of the issues that are going on. But, you know, it was good for me to go through that period of evaluating what I was holding as important, what... I wanted to do and what I was pursuing and was I pursuing them for the right reasons 
So sometimes things have to be stripped away for us to see what's really important. Wow. Holy cow. Well, there's a life lesson for you. So what Noah did was he kind of took the worst situation and saw it in the best light. So physically, he was unable to do the thing he loves most, which is play music and drums and create and just make something he's passionate about. And instead of just being bitter or mad at God or angry about whatever for whatever reason, he took that time, and I'm sure it wasn't easy and it probably took time to get this way for him, but you took that situation and took that time to ask yourself if you're doing the things you love for the right reasons and and if you were doing what you love truly. So like props to you, man. Like I, I feel like I would just get mad in that situation and get bitter. Um, I have like a short temper sometimes and I just, I kind of, I'm kind of bad at like just being angry immediately instead of like taking a breath and thinking about things. So the fact that you, you took that time is amazing, man. I'm so happy to hear that you are getting better. I wish the best recovery for you in 2019 and the best year for you. Let's hear the final minute of your message. So (laughs) he titled the last part, Noah finally stops talking. I hope you don't feel bad because I actually love hearing this. So let's hear the rest of this. So I'm not quite sure if the career in drumming will ever take off, but even if it doesn't, I've really come to realize that I love video games and more so the music within them. Uh, It really ties the experience together, makes those emotional moments just that much more impactful. And I would love for people to have those positive experiences as well. And if I can do that through music in any medium, then I would love to do that. So he's saying... Music, it sounds like music is his biggest passion in life, his biggest love. And so obviously he gets joy out of playing drumming. And also the other thing he loves, video games, like scores in video games are also like very motivating to him. And he's passionate about the actual music production in video games. And I actually can totally relate with you. You can ask any of the guys in my band um, when we're on tour and I'm driving late at night, I almost always like at some point play a video game soundtrack in the van and I I just love like I love me, me, um, video game scores I think they're really beautiful once again I'm obsessed with Halo so I, I love all of those um, but also the like the Detroit Become Human score is so good I love the music in that game it's so beautiful there's some really cool like melodic themes that they use throughout the whole thing that Oh, dude, you got to check that one out if you haven't already. Um, Let's hear the rest of what he has to say. So moving forward for 2019, uh, I'm going to learn how to compose music. I've bought a keyboard. I'm going to teach myself how to play it. Maybe I'll make a YouTube channel and put up some compositions for people to see and just for me to track my own progress. But I'm going to see where that takes me. Okay, dude, I have an idea for you. You can shoot it down. You can ignore it if you want. But I was actually thinking of this during this last message, before you even said anything about YouTube. I was thinking, so you love drums, you love video games, you love music, and you want to get into music composition and technology and stuff like that. What if you started a YouTube channel, and you could probably just do it under your name or whatever you choose, but like, what if you did like drum covers or even like lessons? 
I don't know, something with drumming, like maybe drum covers. I know it's it's a lot to have like the recording software and the space, especially with drums. It's difficult to record because of all the, the noise and the space and everything. But what if you did something with drums on a YouTube channel? Maybe like um, something with video games, like you could do like video game reviews. You could even do like YouTube streams or Twitch streams and put them on YouTube or like highlight clips, montages of video games on your channel. And then also like anytime you compose something like you can make a video of you performing that composition or just like some sort of imagery to the composition and put it all on your YouTube channel. I dude, I think that could be really cool. Um, I know in the past, a lot of YouTubers like would have a gaming channel, a vlog channel, a review channel, something. I don't think that really needs to be a thing anymore. Um, I've been experimenting with a lot of different styled videos, but I'm just keeping everything on my channel. And I actually would like to do some sort of gaming content at some point, maybe just here and there. I'm still going to just put it on my personal channel though. Um, because I think people subscribe to you, to your personality. Um, and people like to hear about what you like, even if they aren't super into it. I think it's just interesting to see someone be passionate about something and be authentic about it. So I feel like you could pull that off. Um, an example of a YouTuber that does that is PewDiePie. And I know he, so he's the biggest channel in the world. I think he's now at 79 million subscribers. Um, if you're a PewDiePie, if you're a PewDiePie fan at all, I, oh, he's like one of my favorite channels. And I really try not to act like him because I watch him so much, but he's addicting. And um, it looks like we have defeated T-Series for a while. If you like PewDiePie, you'll know what I'm talking about. But he's kind of a prime example. He started as a gaming channel, but now he, he still does gaming, but he does like videos of him playing VR. Like he does vlogs here and there, tons of commentary stuff. He does the you laugh, you lose and the Reddit review style videos. So I think, I mean, obviously he's the biggest channel in the world. So he already has a ton of people that like him, but I think you could do that if you wanted to, you could make a channel with a diverse array of content. Um, so best of luck to you, man. Let's, you have a few more seconds left in the message. Let's, let's hear it. And just see where 2019 goes. Either way, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing where your channel goes as well. And I'm looking forward to seeing your five head in 4k. <laughs> have a good one. No. Here it is, baby. Look at this five head. I used to have, like in college, just a few years ago, my hairline was right above my eyebrows. Just this this first crease here, that's where my hairline was. And now it's kind of like starting to... I think it finally saw my face. I think at one point in the mirror, the lighting was good enough where my hairline could visibly see my facial features and just retreated like straight to the back of the hill. So we still got a little, a couple few like uh, strongholds here in the middle, but... We're kind of getting some some skin pools forming up here in the, the top right and left equators. So we'll see where, the, where those go in 2019, but most likely they'll be to my neck. Um, but I'm hoping for the best. I hope you have a great uh, 2019, man. Um, try to stay in touch. Um, I love you. I really hope the best for you. I'm so glad you're getting better like with your physical um, issues and stuff like that. Uh, that's really, really encouraging to hear that, that even if drumming as a career didn't work out, you would still like find something to be passionate about. And I, I truly believe that even if you don't 
tour in a band or, or whatever, play live, you can still do drumming content. I think that's the absolute beautiful thing about YouTube. YouTube's my favorite platform, so I always talk about it, but you, I think covers are still a thing. I, I still think there's so many covers out there that are so poorly produced, whether the audio quality or the video quality is just terrible. And it doesn't take a lot to just make a good production for a cover. I mean, even with drums, you could set up, you could record your drum cover live and then just film yourself playing it 10 times from different angles, even like three or four times, and just just cut a video together out of that. If you're playing the same parts the whole time, it's just like making a music video, but with your with a, one camera and a tripod. I only have one camera, and I do everything with that. Um, so let me know if you need any recommendations about camera gear, or, or I could try to help you out with audio gear a little bit. I'm not super good at that, but I know people who are. So um, if you have anything else to say, man, please uh, drop me another message. Don't don't feel like you're bothering me or you're annoying or whatever. I this is like the joy of my heart, dude. So thanks for taking a taking a peek at my my old five head. Um, yeah, so thank you to all of you guys who left me messages. Um, this is really exciting. Um, it's so like it's so strange to actually like hear people respond to my questions because a lot for like the last year or two when I'm talking to the camera I really just feel like I'm gonna make a video and kind of throw it up on the internet and it'll kind of disappear it's just practice but now it's getting to the point where a few people here and there are saying something back and you guys are so special to me you mean a lot so thank you for giving back to me this like ugh, this overjoys me um so I just for next week, um, even if it's the three same guys who respond, I want to hear from you guys and everybody else. I want to hear from some girls too. I want to have equal opinions and knowledge on this podcast. So I just want to hear for next week. Um, what are your new year's resolutions? Um, and Zach Thayer even said in his video that he put out today, like new New year's resolutions get a bad rap usually, but I think that's just because everyone does it and a lot of people don't follow through. So what's something in 2019, a resolution that you like are so eager to follow through on, like you really want to have success with it in 2019? I always set resolutions for myself. Um, a lot of them I fail and some of them I succeed. Um, two years ago, I set a resolution to stop drinking soda, soda pop. And I have drink, I've drank zero soda pops in the last two years. I had one accidental sip of Mountain Dew at a music video shoot. I thought it was lemonade. <laughs> it was, dude, you know when you're going to, like, you think you're going to drink water and it's like sweet tea. It just explodes your taste buds. Exactly what happened to me, but I had so much joy to finally taste Mountain Dew again. It was sinful. It was lustful, um, but it was an accident, so I think God forgives me. So... I had one sip of that Mountain Dew Sodi Pop, and then actually just like a week ago, I had one sip of a Diet Coke from my sister. So I blame her. So it's her fault, so God will forgive me too with that one. So I've done pretty good on that resolution. Last year, I set a resolution to do 100 push-ups a day um, because in college, towards the end of college, I started working out a lot and started like kind of starting to get a little, <clears throat> little massage, this little... Just a little, just a little bit, a little bit of uh, girth on the bones, 
And then I started touring shortly after that and lost all my muscles. So when I came back to college my senior year, the first day, I walk into the cafeteria and one of my friends that I had seen in the gym a lot the year prior looks at me. He's around. He's surrounded by a legion of popular worship leaders and friends and cool kids in college. And he goes, Zach, bro, what happened to your gains? And I know that's like such a bro thing to say, such a bro question, but it, dude, it cut me so deep and it, um, it's affected me since like here and there I've thought about it. And it's like, Oh man, like I, I started gaining so much progress physically for the first time in my life. And, and then I like started touring and lost all, all of that. Um, so why am I talking about that? Oh yeah. One of my resolutions was to do a hundred pushups last year and I did it for a really long time. And then I got in a car accident and really effed my collarbone. And, um, so that kind of put a hindrance in that. But when I healed up from my car accident, however many months ago that was, um, I actually started like lifting again at the gym when I'm home on tour. I rarely do it just cause we're so busy on the road and we just try to sleep whenever we can. Um, but like I've been going to the gym multiple times a week and I'm not really like, like, like big, like girthy yet, but I don't really care about that this time around. I actually just really want to be healthy. Um, and just kind of like more fit. I don't want to be a big, like bulky boy. I don't, I don't want to be like Pillsbury Doughboy, but he got like hit with like a, a bike tire, like air pressure razor thing. Like I, I just want to be like normal, but fit. So I've been running like 15 to 20 minutes when I go to the gym and then I'll do like probably like four or five lifts, like easier, like more simple lifts, not like massive. So yeah, that's, I think that's kind of one resolution for me this coming year is just to stay in the gym. Like I think like three times a week ish, I'm not going to be like super strict on myself about that, but like definitely just being in the gym regularly, um, being healthy and, and doing it not to like be sexy or whatever. Um, but to be healthy, um, cause that's important to be healthy and stuff. I want to live a long life. I want to have a lot of motivation this year and desire to create. And for me, when I have a clear mind from like working out or running, I am so much more motivated to be creative with, with videos and whatever else. So yeah, let me know. Let, please send me a message. I want I want to hear all of your guys' opinions and all of your resolutions and the things you really, really want to stick with in 2019. Maybe it's a new habit. Maybe it's breaking an old habit or addiction or whatever. Let's be honest with each other. Let's let's hear some, some real stuff. Um, so hit me up. Um, I will leave a, a little link in the description for you to click on. Um, but you have to do it through Anchor. So you might have to download an app. But, you know, it's not hard to do. You've downloaded a bunch of apps. Look at all these apps. Look at all these apps right here. I, I downloaded almost all of those. It's not hard to do. So you just go to your app store, and you just you just type in Anchor. That's one word. That's six letters. You hit search, and uh, it's not loading. So what the heck? That's so weird. It's not loading. I think I know what the problem is. I switched to T-Mobile. That's the problem. Yeah, I did that this week. I'm going to tell you about that, but I'm actually trying to get this app to load. Okay, 
So it's it is the first app to show up, I guess. There's an ad, but it's the the purple app that looks like it has an anchor on it, believe it or not. That's it's pretty clever of them. So yeah, just go download that app, search for my podcast, help me out here with Zach Mayfield, and please leave me a voice message. Speak nice and close to your phone so I can hear what's going on. And I'll put your beautiful voice on this podcast. You can sing me a song. You can um you can make any sort of noise, like whether it's from like your mouth or like any other orifice. You can send me anything, um, and I'll <laughs> I'll decide whether or not it can be on the podcast. I feel like oh yeah, so I was gonna tell you guys about um about switching to T-Mobile this week. That was kind of a, a very big deal for me. Um, so for the longest time, I've been on Verizon Wireless, the big red company, and. Uh, I'm on my own phone plan by myself. I have unlimited data and I have like the minimum Wi-Fi hotspot thing as well. And it was $131 a month. And I just figured that was normal because I'd just been paying it for a while. And I just thought, well, I'm on my own. I have a smartphone. Um, I guess it's expensive. And I also, I got the iPhone 10 on Verizon when it was brand new and it was just a dumb decision like I just kind of like gave in to wanting something new and techy but I had a good phone so my bill was really expensive and I found out recently that T-Mobile will pay off your phone with Verizon up to $650 and you can switch over to T-Mobile they just port your number and your bill will be $85 a month if you don't get a new phone with T-Mobile. So I went to T-Mobile the other day and I asked them about this and they're like, yeah, it's really simple. And um, I was like, I'm just going to try this. I'm just going to give it a shot. I heard Verizon's network is the best, but I was like, whenever I travel, I'm just in a major city anyway. So it should be pretty decent. Um, So I did it right there. So I, I talked to the guy. I was like, all right, let's get this going. He gets it going. We're doing a little dance, getting from the red to the pink. And, uh, he's like, dude, you need to, this won't work with your phone number. I'm trying to port your number. And they already charged me $27 to do some sort of activation fee. I was like, so I have to get a new number. He's like, yeah. So I had to go to a Verizon store, which is right down the street, purchase a new phone number for $15. That took like 30 minutes to an hour. Went straight back to the pink store, the T-Mobile, used that brand new number to port from Verizon to T-Mobile. And baby, I'm on T-Mobile now. It was actually really simple. And it would have been easier if I would have already had a Nashville number. And all of what I'm saying sounds like an ad. But I'm literally just talking to you guys about this because I'm excited about it. And um, I needed some financial help. So I took it upon myself to switch carriers. So now my bill is is $85 flat a month. They paid. I still owed $575 on my phone. So that was like a $30 or $40 payment a month. That's gone. They give you a visa. They send you a visa virtually within 15 days of the amount to pay off your phone. And you just give that money to Verizon for your last bill. And your phone is your phone expense is gone. So my phone's like going to be paid off in a few days. And my bill's $85 a month. So if you're struggling with your phone bill and you're on Verizon, maybe consider T-Mobile. I've only been on the phone a few times, like actual phone call since switching from Verizon to T-Mobile, but I can already tell that calling quality is a little less, but I don't care. I still have service. I can still load videos and 
I mean, it's just a phone. Like, there's Wi-Fi everywhere. Like, T-Mobile service is good. Like, their customer service was awesome. It was better than Verizon for me. So I'm stoked, man. I'm really stoked. They're really straight up. And their CEO is like a real goofy guy. Like, my sister tweeted a picture of him. Like, he has a cookbook, and it was at the T-Mobile store we were at. She tweets a photo of it and says something clever. He responded right away. What a cool guy. So they seem like they're doing something right. I really don't know why I'm telling you guys this. It's just something interesting that happened to me this week. Um, There's a couple other things that happened to me this week that I wrote down because I can't remember stuff unless it's in this little notes app. Um, Last night, I saw at 2 a.m., I saw a man's clothes and shoes stripped off laying on, on in the parking lot while it's soaking rain. I'm driving home from Lauren's house. Finally got to see her after her being gone for like a week and a half. And there's just a man's shoes and a man's baggy clothing soaked and just in the rain right outside of his car. But he's not there. His car is shut. Lights are off. And my question is, did this man get out of his car, realize it's raining, get completely naked, and just run into his apartment? And I'm starting to... Th- it's been bothering me. And I think he... This is true. This is true. And honestly, I think he made the right decision because when you run through the the rain, you gain all this water weight and then you have to walk in your house and your shoes are soaked, your socks are soaked, all of your clothes are pouring water onto your carpet and your floor. You might slip. If you just get rid of your clothes and run quickly, like you're going to shake a lot of that water off. You're going to kind of dodge a lot of that and it's just going to kind of like skim off of you. And yeah, you're naked, but it's nighttime and you're that close to your apartment, you might as well, like, you lose one pair of clothes and one pair of shoes, like, that's not that bad, and then you just get inside, go straight to the bathroom, dry off with a towel, and go to bed, like, you you honestly don't need to put on clothes until the next day, so I found that was really fascinating, and if you guys have any thoughts on that, or, or maybe any other, like, answers to what that mystery might be, I would love to hear from you, because I, I think that's kind of a, it's kind of a beautiful thing that I'm gonna consider, it's a really rainy season here in Nashville, and um, I got some clothes for Christmas anyway that I don't like, so I might consider that. We'll see, though. We'll see. Um, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna end with this. I don't even know how long we've been recording. I'm gonna kind of I'm gonna see what OBS is saying. Uh, oh, this one's longer than the last one. Kind of exciting. I think the calls added some time. So this week, this past week, I. I asked for help. Um, here's some more honesty for you guys. I, uh, in, in situations like in my relationship, I, if I feel accused or attacked or like judged, even if it's not really like an accusation, I, I immediately react with anger most of the time. And, um, it's just a struggle that I've been experiencing for a long time and I've I've caused a lot of hurt um because of my behavior like that just like um like angry outbursts and stuff like that and um I'm just finally starting to like dissect that and ask myself why um because it's been hurting my relationship so I'm trying to figure that out and and be a, a good person be a good human And what you see on the internet of me is the happy stuff. You know, you don't really, you don't see me angry on the internet, but that's something I really do struggle with is being angry and like kind of outbursting and having a short temper at times. 
So I met up with my friend who is, he went, he actually went to college with me as well. And uh, we lived on the same floor as well for the last like year or two. And he recently got a youth pastoring job here in Nashville at a church and has moved here. And we haven't gotten a chance to hang out much because I've been on tour and, and working, but we just met up last week for coffee and lunch and, uh, I just asked him like, cause he's, he's pretty newly married, like a couple of years. And I actually filmed his wedding, which is, I feel honored to do, to have done that for them. And I just asked him about his experience with like, like being angry instead of just being a good guy, um, or using your anger, like being able to control your anger. I just asked for advice and, and, um, he just basically was talking to me about how it comes like in a conversation with the person you're in a relationship with when it comes to something sensitive. Sorry about that. You kind of come to a crossroads where you can choose. um, I'm going to use kind of like Christian-y churchy terms, but you can kind of, you can either choose the flesh, like what your, what your inner person wants, not your inner person, like what your emotions want to react, like how they want to react. Or you can choose like, to go above and beyond for that person to be sacrificial of yourself. And, um, for me personally, I, I feel like a majority of the time I choose my flesh. I choose the angry reaction. I choose the feelings of like feeling rejected or hurt or angry instead of hearing the person out that I care about and laying my emotions down not being robotic, but just giving them the space to talk and seeing them as a person who cares about me, not as a person who's attacking me. Because I know they're not attacking me. I'm just overreacting too quickly. So just sitting down with him and asking for advice and being open with him has already dramatically helped me. And um, the other piece of advice he gave me, because I asked him, I was like, okay, how how do I get to that point where I'm always choosing to go above and beyond, to be sacrificial for this person. And he just kind of giggled at me. He's like, you got to spend more time with God. And I just laughed because I was like, gosh, it's so true. Like, because the past year I've just been so weird about my faith because I've been deconstructing my, my faith that I got when I was a kid and I've been asking myself why I got that and why I believe what I believe. And in turn, I've just been struggling and kind of like not believing in anything for a while because I'm not, I, I haven't known if it's real. Um, but I'm starting to like experience, I feel like I'm starting to experience God more or, or maybe just see him more if he's already been there or, or I don't like even like calling God a he really anymore, but just like um, that kind of opened my eyes. And so this week I'm trying every day to, not check it off the list, but just like actually pray um, or meditate um, or read some scripture, even if it's briefly, like just in, just to start my day well and to kind of like <clears throat> remember my foundation, like or to have a sense of foundation. And that's like kind of the whole inspiration behind this podcast is I just, I want foundation. I want to be able to prioritize the things that are most important, like 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 faith and work and people that I love and creativity. So that's where I'm at. Uh, hopefully that made sense. I feel like I just kind of like 
splattered my brain all over a canvas, and that sounds quite morbid. And that's not, I didn't mean that in a suicidal way at all. I meant that more as in like a, a painting of brain juice. <laughs> no, still not good. Uh, passion, brain passion on a white canvas of honesty. So hopefully you can see my brain passion. And um, I want to hear where you guys are at. I want to hear your resolutions. I want to hear what you're struggling with. Uh, I probably don't have advice to offer because I'm so, I'm still young and, uh, I may from my forehead may look more mature than I am, um, or, or a lot older, like maybe like forties or fifties, but I'm 25. So I don't really know too much yet, but I do want to hear from you and, uh, I love you all so much. Let's get some girl power in this podcast, guys. Let's get some, some female strength. My girl can kick my butt. She's strong. We tried leg wrestling once, and mm-mm, no, she's got powerful legs. She can easily like if she could just put her legs around like like my body, she could just just completely like snap me, and then you might actually see some like brain splatter um, from that. But that's just her legs, so. Let's uh, let's get some female opinions in on this. Let's get some more male opinions in on this as well. Guys, happy new year. Girls, happy new year. Lads, ladies, I love you all so much. Um, I don't care what you believe. I don't care what your orientation is. I love you all so much. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your voices. I want to see your faces. So happy 2019. Let's kick some serious booty this year. Let's Let's complete our resolutions. Let's... Talk to each other about it. Let's uh, break some bad habits, form some good ones, and spread some light, spread some love, some positivity. But let's also be honest about the negativity, and let's ask for help. So this has been Help Me Out Here, episode number 002. I'm Zach Mayfield, and I'll see you guys next time. Subscribe to my channel on YouTube, and um, listen to me on iTunes or wherever you like podcasts. But subscribe to the YouTube, because that's my favorite thing. So peace and blessings, y'all.